recording in progress. And he was really, very happy and grateful. So I said, and I realized if I did not take care, it could have become, because I had to research, and I found out uh, people with food poisoning, they can even die. If you don't take care properly, you can die. So that was really worrying me. Anyhow, so he come back home and uh, very happy. So I hope it, today plan to go to work. So I already gave him some idea what to do concerning this food. Don't avoid processed food and things like that. But get a good uh, salad with protein that help you start like that. So I'm just grateful God gave me that opportunity. I was actually planning to go visit the church, but something said to me, no, I would not be in peace. <laughs> so I decided to do that and, and I put that. Yes, thank, thank you. you for thank your- you, thank you, Flora. Uh, that's uh, our true living testimony of taking care of spiritual children, <laughs> feeding them soup and, and even helping them off the streets sometimes. That's really amazing. Thank you so much for all you're doing. Wow, beautiful appreciations. And thank you, everybody, as well, for, for your sharing with one another. And I hope that we feel prepared now, both internally, externally. We have everything we need to receive our guidance from Dr. Chung-Shik Yong. He's once again traveling. And uh, from here on out, I think we may, of course, Dr. Yong's moving around a lot. And he'll be heading back home as well. So we'll be getting recordings here and there. So this morning is a recording from Dr. Young. Please receive him now. 안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. I greet from uh, LA. Uh, last Saturday, we had YCLC, ACLC event at LA Family Church. About 100 people attended the event. YCLC members gave a divine principle lectures and had a group discussion together. I gave a keynote address by emphasizing the importance of studying divine principle. I really moved by our YCLC, you know, the lecturers. Wow, they gave a very, very powerful lecture. And also those who are receiving the, uh, you know, our, the lecture, uh, as a Christian minister, also their response is so beautiful. Actually, I learned many things from there. And uh, it was a good photo. And then we had the UPF dinner meeting with the Ambassador for Peace and religious leaders at uh, a Pasadena house. Yeah, it was really also uh, the beautiful event. And uh, and then you know this uh, uh, our UPF leader, uh, Mr. Nasal. I think he <laughs> he's really he and his wife really incredible their ability and their capability. They are really loving each one of the, you know, uh, UPF members so well. I really admire by their caring of the ambassador for peace. That's why everybody really respect him so much. Oh my gosh. So I really inspire by this and then I have some plan for next year. Yesterday we had a, a Christmas family uni, reunion uh, service at uh, Quiet uh, 
canon in Los Angeles. More than I think 400 people gathered together. Wow, I think really our Kevin Thompson, even though uh, he, you know, he could not attend because he's sick. And then, you know, thank God and all the staff leaders, the camp members, you know, our UPF leaders, women leaders, all of them really work together, unite together. I think we really, you know, great uh, breakthrough. And we watched several videos and regarding honoring through parents' legacy and Kengo Okawa shared his testimony. Then Reverend Mark Tengan shared about uh, 2022 accomplishment of LA Family Church. Then I gave a message on the title of how can we create a happy and joyful church. Very good response. Uh, it was, it, it is a group photo. Uh, you look at that. Yeah, very, very beautiful. Once again, I congratulate to all <laughs> our LA members and brothers and sisters, especially I think uh, our sub-regional leader, uh, you know, our Tom, uh, our Kevin Thompson, really, really great job. Thank you so much. Today, I'd like to talk about the role of women has become more important from True Mother's Anthology, uh, Volume 2. Let's start. The role of women has become more important. Therefore, men and women do not need to confront or contend with each other, for they do not need to imitate the other's characteristics, dispositions, or roles, or to covet and take them by force. Instead, by giving what they have to the other with true love and completing the other, they can become united as a bigger whole and share one another. In the 21st century, Women should play a major role in world history by serving as one of the wheels of the engine, pulling forward the construction of a peaceful world together with the men. Going beyond the century of power and technology, women are the central axis in building the century of love and the peace culture, and their role will be more important than ever before. Even though today's world is filled with confusion and chaos, the Women's Peace Movement of WFWP, united under God's vision of true love, should soar up to a whole new level based on our achievements of the past 20 years. We should strengthen our network with global women leaders for the expansion of the Women's Peace Movement and dedicate ourselves to the utmost with the conviction that we can purify this world into a beautiful world of peace, wherein God's ideal of creation can be realized. If we can do so, God's absolute authority and the divine protection and great blessings of the spirit world will be with us, my dear women leaders. Let us all walk the path of the true mother, true wife, true daughter, and true woman leader who can construct a unified world overflowing with true freedom, peace, and happiness. 
Thank you for your attention. And may the blessings of God be with your families and all the work that you do. Thank you. Our Women's Federation for, uh, for Peace uh, is currently uh, strengthening our network with global women leaders for the expansion uh, of the women's, uh, uh, women's peace movement and dedicating themselves to uh, the almost with the conviction that we can purify this world into a beautiful world of peace wherein God's idol of creation can be realized. But the thing that is more important than anything else is showing the world that our character and lives have changed along with these, uh, these external activities. Therefore, all of our women members must first go on the paths of true mothers the path of true wives, the path of true daughters, and the path of true women leaders. Even though we are doing many kind of external activities, so many things we are involving, however, internally, we do not change our character. Internally, we do not go to the path of the true mother, the path of true wives, the path of true daughter, and the path of true uh, uh, women leaders does not make any sense. That's why we now, if we really show that kind of the beautiful model and together external activities, wow, this is really become ideal, my brothers and sisters. A living divine principle, the spiritual fall, uh, let's study EDP. The spiritual fall. God created the angelic world and assigned Lucifer to the position of Archangel. Lucifer was the channel of God's love to the angelic world. And in this position, he virtually monopolized the love of God. However, after God created human beings as his children, he loved them many times more than he had ever loved Lucifer, whom he had created as his servant. In truth, God's love toward Lucifer did not change. It was the same before and after the creation of human beings. Yet, when Lucifer saw that God loved Adam and Eve more than him, he felt as if there had been a decrease in the love he received from God. Yes. Based on that, uh, let's study Father's word. Has the archangel received the perfect love of God? Why did the archangel make them fall? Because he felt that he received less love from God. Do you understand? Then, when we wonder whether the archangel had received the perfect love of God, it was not like that. God still has Han because he could not love the archangel internally exposing his heart and saying, although you were the chief instigator of the fall, I want to claim today's joy as yours and today's glory as yours in the realm of perfection that can embrace this whole world and where the joy of love is overflowing. It is a paradox that God wants to receive love from us 
before he resolves this Han. Yes. I think this one very important, my brothers and sisters. If you do not understand this content and then we do not know why we have to love our enemy. You know, why did the archangel make Adam and Eve fall? Because he felt that he received less love from God. Then did, did the archangel receive the perfect love of God? Because he was unable to receive the perfect love from God, he accused God. Of course, it was his wrongdoing to wish for something when in wasn't the right time. Even though the archangel was the chief instigator of the, of the fall from God's perspective, God has Han, which is really God's Peter sorrow over the fact that he could not give the archangel his perfect love. In fact, God had a wish to bestow great blessing to and love the archangel more uh, if he had protected Adam and Eve and helped perfect, uh, perfect them. If Adam and Eve received the blessing and started the family life, God wanted to say to the archangel, Hey, archangel, I want to claim today's joy as yours and today's glory as yours, and today's pride as yours, Archangel. Thank you so much. God wanted to give the uh, Archangel such encouragement and love. That would be the perfect love of God for the Archangel. Until this God's heart, which is God's bitter heart, about the Archangel is relieved. Even God cannot be completely liberated from the, uh, from the uh, archangel. The subjugation of Cain is until there is no accusation from Cain. You know, the four archangels to receive the perfect love of God, it must be after Adam and Eve are perfected. But archangel could not wait, right? Could not wait. He need to wait. If really help, you know, uh, Adam and Eve's perfection, God really want to recognize more, but he could not wait. But God also have his own portion of responsibility. He, God has some plan. He's going to recognize Archangel. He want to really give more great love than before, but Archangel could not wait. But God also, but even though Archangel was like that, but God has also responsible heart and mind. Wow, I could not love him enough. I could not recognize him enough. That was God. I think Father's explanation is really incredible, right? You seldom hear this kind of guidance, right? Next. It is reasonable to think that God, the center of heaven and earth, must call everyone to account after they fulfill their portion of responsibility. But God cannot help but love even his enemies. That's why it is said that if someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn your left cheek toward him also. Do you understand? How can it be possible then? 
Can you survive with such a law in this world, which is full of thievery and violence? However, if you cannot love according to the heavenly law, God is not able to accomplish the ideal of love either. Therefore, God cannot claim that he has loved his enemies unless he can actually love his enemy. Do you understand? The reason why God could not judge Satan is because God did not totally fulfill his responsibility to love the archangel, even though Satan has been cutting off the heads of God's loving sons and daughters hundreds of thousands of times for 6,000 years. Thus, the tragic history came about because people said in their hearts, God, I am going to do something to him or her if they do something wrong. This truth could be revealed only through the Unification Church teaching. Nobody has ever known this until now. God has a heart, which is a bitter heart, about not being able to give the archangel his perfect love, which he wanted to give after perfection of Adam and Eve. When we look at this, even if the archangel was the, the one that did wrong, it is reasonable to think that God must call everyone to account after they fulfill their portion of responsibility. This is where the logic that God cannot help but love even his enemies is realized. The reason enemies accuse me is because they make accusations of having been una unable to receive love properly. <clears throat> Therefore, I need to love and sacrifice until I bring the enemy to natural submission. That's why the Bible says that if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, a right cheek, turn to him to the other also. I cannot bring the enemy to I, I cannot bring the enemy to natural uh, submission unless I serve and sacrifice and uh, live for the sake of them until the enemy's heart is lifted. Wow, that is not a simple job, right, my brothers and sisters? We need to know that as long as you know, there remain the archangel's accusation against God, since that world is not the kingdom of heaven of, the, of perfect love, God has to live for the sake of him and love him until the archangel completely naturally surrenders by God's true love. Let's say God liberate all mankind. Finally, he needs to liberate like, you know, archangel Satan. But as long as he still have accusation, God, God's way, love, is, is what is that? Natural surrender. That's why I say Archangel completely naturally surrender. I already enough, God. I now really understand. I got a confirmation. You really love me. Completely naturally surrender by God's true No more accusation. Then 
completely liberate all mankind, even, you know, Satan. God, God, He wants that kind of the world. That's why in the kingdom of heaven, there is no accusation, no hatred, no evil. Uh, no, do you understand what I mean? If you, if you carry some, that kind of the nature of the evil, jealous, hatred, dislike, something, immediately kicked out from kingdom of heaven. Because kingdom of heaven is the perfect world to not allow even 0.1% evil. Can you imagine that? System of kingdom of heaven is like that. That's why while we are on the earth, completely we need to remove our fallen nature. I really cannot love my enemy because I then it means I have a lot of fallen nature. If you level up your level of uh, your quality of love and enter the you know the pee on the top of the cross stage, it is a really different level. Huh? When you reach the level of true love, beyond top of the growth stage, automatically you can embrace even your enemy. And then enemy said, you truly love me. And your enemy cannot find any accusation. Completely natural surrender. Because of this way, the way of the natural surrender, God's providence pull along again and again and again. My brothers and sisters, we cannot subjugate my husband, my wife, my children, my enemy, my neighbor, by first. Only through serving, loving, investing, living for the sake of others. No other way. No other way, even though evil is Satan, it really do all kinds of evil things. Wow. God is a really miserable God, sorrowful God, because his nature of true love is like that. Of course, God can use his force, his power, can control everything. However, the kingdom of heaven is not like that. Have to be natural. There's no more, you know, the force. Oh, because God captured by his own, own principle. He created principle like that. There's no other choice. He need to wait. He need to be patient. He need to love. Anyone also create a problem. God need to feel that I have to be responsible. I did not create universe and 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 Archangel and other many never happen like that. I am the one who create like that. I have to be responsible. God's thinking is like that. How many of you really know that kind of God's character? How come our true father find that kind of God's character? It is really amazing without knowing that. Many people misunderstand God, right? Today's youth ministry, what is my responsibility? Let's study. What is my responsibility? What is your responsibility? 
The first thing I must know is to clearly realize who I am. Am I really me? I do not belong to myself. I must know that I am absolutely God. Even though fallen man has nothing to be proud of, I belong to God. Not even 1% of myself belongs to me. My life, my love, and my lineage are not mine. And all activities I move and take action in are not for me. Know that my being is a being within the principle. If I am unprincipled, I will surely get sick. Who made me in a way that I am joyful when I eat good food and happy when I help others? God made me that way. Whatever I do, there is nothing that was created with the motivation from me. Yes. What is your responsibility? The first thing I must know is to clearly realize my own identity. In other words, it is clearly realizing who I am. Once again, it is clearly realizing where I belong to. You need to know who you are. This is your portion of responsibility. Am I really me? Do I really belong to God? In conclusion, I do not belong to myself. I need to know that I absolutely belong to God. Not even one person of myself belongs uh, belongs to me. My wife, uh, my life, my love, my lineage are not mine. And all activities I move and take action, uh, take action in, are not for me. I am not a being that I created myself. If I had created myself, I would be able to control myself and do as I please. But I am a being who was created according to someone. So if there's a being who created me, I need to live according to their purpose of creation. I must live according to their blueprint. Therefore, we must clearly know that my being must exist within the principle of the one who made me. If I am unprincipled, I will surely get sick. When I eat a good food and I am joyful, when I, I help others, I am so happy. My heart is so much exciting. Why made this kind of principle? Did I make it? Who made me that way? God made me that way. That's why if we live no if we if we live knowing the, the divine principle, law and will which God made us with, we can be happy if you live centered on yourself. And as you please, without regard to God's will and principle, you will surely become miserable. That's why we, didn't, we need to know then who I am. I am not causal being. I am resultant being. That's why I need to follow according to God's principle. Next. Why true father called himself teacher? In this world, there are two kinds of people, men and women. 
And all those human beings are descendants of Adam and Eve whom God created. Then what kind of person do I have to become? The first thing I must know is that I am God's child. As true father pioneered God's will, when referring to himself, he called himself Sunsingham, teacher. Even as the number of members gradually increased, true father called himself teacher. That is why people who came to church for the first time asked, so who is his teacher? Hmm. True father called himself teacher. In Korean tradition, whenever someone refers to themselves, they do not attach the honorific nim. However, true father thought of himself as a body attending God. So he attached the word nim when called his own name. This means that he was undoubtedly the son of God. That is, it meant that he was a being like God. I come from God and true parents. We today are all God's sons and daughters. I am God's child, yet when I am pessimistic about myself or scold myself, what would God think when he looks upon this? God will feel extremely upset. If I treat myself as my own and pessimistic about myself or scold myself, God will feel mortified. He will feel even more mortified and say, you belong to me. So how can you treat yourself as your own and think so carelessly? From this viewpoint, we need to think from God's standpoint. Am I someone with no relationship with God? Or am I someone with a relationship with God? To those who are blessed, you received the blessing and came all the way to America to meet your husbands. Who came to decide that? When you were all matched with your husbands, who decided it? Who decided for you to have children? Did you have a son because you wanted to have a son? You did not decide on your own. My partner is my partner who was chosen by God through true parents. And my children were also not decided by me. The thing that our blessed families must never forget for even a moment is the fact that we came from God and true parents and that we received the blessing from true parents. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. We cannot even forget for a moment that we are sons and daughters created by God. What you all need to know is that you need to live according to purpose and in intention and plan which God made you. We are not uh, beings that can assert uh, our lives as own as we please. When you were born, when you when you were born, were you born because you wanted to be born? When you decide to die, can you choose your death? If you decide to die after one thousand years, can you decide your death like that? Just because you want to live on earth for eternity, can you live on earth forever? Who can decide that? It then sense is the same with 
your given life. It means that even if it is my life, it is not meant to be lived as I please. If my life is not lived by the intention and principle which God made me, some accident will surely happen. We are all God's sons and daughters. I am God's child, yet when I am pessimistic about myself or scold myself, what would God think when, I hear, when he looks upon this? God will feel extremely so upset. If I treat myself as my own and am pessimistic about myself or scold myself, God will feel you know, mortified. He will feel even more mortified and say, you belong to me. So how can you treat yourself as your own and think so carelessly? Am I someone with no relationship with God? Or am I someone with a relationship with God? When you all receive the blessing from true parents who choose your partners, and if you receive the blessing and, and came all the way to America, who decide that? When you have children, some of them are son, some of them are bones as a son, and some are bones as daughters. Who decide that? You can decide by yourself. You did not decide those on your own. My partner is my partner chosen by God through true parents. And my children were also not decided by me. Therefore, know that everything decided by heavenly parents who created me and that I must according to God's blueprint to make to make good use of the computer, you can achieve the, uh, you can achieve better efficiency when you use it, knowing what kind of the principle the creator made it with. My brothers and sisters, in conclusion, when we know principle which God made us and apply them to our lives, our lives become happier. That's what we need to know. His purpose of creation, his principle, his law. We need to, you know, apply his principle because, you know, God, he created us. Very important. Many people really, why insist on your own opinion? Why so much self-centered? This guy really do not know this principle. Who created you? Huh? Wow. I, I now, uh, we, we can understand more why we have to deny ourselves, self-denial. Because I, I am not belong to me. I belong to God, right? Absolutely follow his principle. Today I talk about what is my responsibility. Today we learn so many things, right? Thank you very much, my brothers and sisters. God bless you. You know, every morning, I, even though I could not join you, uh, the morning devotion, uh, centering on, you know, Eastern time. But uh, now I'm joining every morning, 6 a.m. in, uh, you know, Western time. Uh, I really, I'm so happy to see, uh, you know, some of the Western, our brothers and sisters who are joining morning devotion together. 
Thank you very much. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Young. A beautiful message this morning. And also this point about our responsibility is first knowing who we are and who we belong to and applying God's principle in our lives and we become happy. So thank you, Dr. Young, for your message always. Thank you. And now for our living testimony, I want to invite up Diane and Ilya Hack. They'll be sharing about some of the efforts they've been making to bring some second generation who have become distant or not as close as others in our movement and their efforts for witnessing and reaching out to them. So please receive Diane and Ilya. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Dr. Young. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Um, so we're just gonna, can we share our screen? Yes, you should. Okay. Oh, perfect. Let me see. All right, so just bear with us for a second. And... Okay. Um, yes, good morning. So for today, we're going to be talking about... Um... <laughs> Somebody already sees the, the um, of the name. But yeah, anyway. there's no puns intended, but um, uh -huh. <laughs> the facts of in-reaching. And uh, yeah, um, this is, I mean, it's truly a testimony and how we've been able to do it. Um, and of course, each person has a different way of doing it. But um, we really felt that, anyways, through doing like different conditions and prayers, we felt like this is really our life's purpose and how we really want to in-reach to our brothers and sisters who have been distant. So the first thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, we basically got three hacks um, that we were kind of wanting to mention um, today. And these are three things that uh, if you want to take home with you, like um, these principles and these environments, please, uh, like for the people that are, you feel like you want to reach out to um, and do this yourself, please feel free. Um, but yeah, so the three points that we wanted to talk about today was environment, um, living by example, and connecting and serving. Mm -hmm. um, and the first point being environment. Uh, and this is truly important and something that we've really learned from our family um, is that when we were growing up, we really, we really had and we really had this safe, like loving, caring, non-judgmental and respectful kind of area that we had with our families and for us that that's what created us to be who we are um, and that is what we felt like is very important in creating uh, this idea that we came that we were thinking about for the past few months mm -hmm. um, well before the few months um, about a year ago I think this is when we really wanted to uh, actually put it into action and so for us, this is where we learned everything that we had, and we felt like that was very. Those traits are very important in creating um, this dinner that we're going to talk about later. But um, but it's really important to like creating a understanding and uh, creating this kind of the principles that you want to have 
in this environment, uh, mm -hmm. first of all, and understanding and learning where, where you're going to actually really receive that from. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about it in the connecting and serving portion. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that's that's what we wanted to do with our environment. So, yeah. And, and uh, um, yeah. And, and then the other point was that we before starting, we had to kind of like look within ourselves. Right. Because you can't pour out how do you say like can't pour out an empty cup or something like that right mm -hmm. that's the saying so um so really trying to create that safe place even within our couple where it's safe where it's loving and caring and non-judgmental as well as respectful mm -hmm. and we felt that if you know we wanted to in reach and really reach out to uh our brothers and sisters who have been distant we first have to come um come to realize um, what, what does our environment look like? What does our, you know, our home look like? Even relationship with our parents and siblings, like how does it look like? So, um, yes. And also, yeah, actually that was one of the things that we also, <laughs> we, we, uh, we came to realize this uh, or I guess reinforce it um, as always Dr. Young always talks about like the environment, right? How do we create that environment for our brothers and sisters, uh, not just who have been distant, but even like our own, um, you know, second generation who are in our community right now. Like how do we create that environment for them that's safe, an environment for them where they can feel free to um, really talk about anything. And we're gonna share more about this, how this has been able to really um, impact our lives mm -hmm. and really create a place where We've actually had um, a lot of those who have been distant reach out to us um, and asking for different things. So, um, yes. And then the second thing will be. Um, moving by example. Okay. Yes, that is <laughs> okay. So then the second thing will be um, living by example. So this is something that we came up with, I believe, right after we got blessed. Um, I mean, we were kind of thinking about it. Before yeah, we, we were kind of we were thinking about this. So the moment that we we got matched, um, you want to do a YouTube channel? <laughs> channel it. Anyway. So we wanted to create a, a place where we're truly showing what the blessing is and living by the example or living by the words that we preach, right? So, um, oh, I think it was a year ago we started a a business and a YouTube channel. So and. The initiative was basically us creating that space and also being able to show how beautiful the blessing is. So by living by by example, we've been actually able to get so many responses from our brothers and sisters who have been distant, you know, just reaching out to us, just asking us like, you know, who are you? Are you guys actually there was one person who commented and it was like, are you guys second generation? Like, I've never seen this before. Like, you know, and this is what we wanted to do. We really wanted to show that yes, we're creating this environment and uh, we wanted to show how beautiful the blessing is, how we're truly living by example, uh, by the words of true parents, as we always talk about like true love, caring, you know, um, love, th those are all the qualities of God, right? So we really wanted to, to spread that out out there uh, because as we always talk about, um, this is the era of like, I guess, internet or like, you know, spreading out the word um, mm -hmm. and being able to show that to the outside world and uh, spreading it through social media, because those are the places where our uh, second generations are, right? Whether they're young or old, this is where they are at. Um, and although they don't come to morning devotion or come to church, 
but a lot of them are on social media. And when we're living by example and showing that, living, truly living by the things that we preach to them, um, they're able to really feel connected. And so one of our motto in our couple and also uh, for this uh, that we start Hadley is called is creating faith, love, peace, and joy. So that's like the space that we've been able to create uh, so that people feel um, loved and also feel mm -hmm. peaceful and joyful. And uh, you want to Oh, um, yeah. And I think one of the biggest things is also just being able to not be like practicing what we preach. Um, and that's really living by example is that we, we, we say what we are trying to do. We're trying to create a blessed moment. We're trying to create a blessed family. Um, and we're not just saying it, but we're actually trying to do it. Um, and, you know, it isn't just so, you know, <laughs> we can say, hey, we did it, hey, you yeah. know, but it, it it's it's great to, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it later again. Oh, I guess we could talk about it now. Yeah. I mean, um, when we create something like this and creating an example, you see people always um, kind of messaging us that, you know, we're thinking about the blessing. Mm -hmm. um, didn't know if they wanted to do the blessing. Mm -hmm. um, and then they are like, hey, um, can I know a little bit more? Mm -hmm. Or, hey, uh, I'm, maybe I should do the blessing. Can you help me out? Um, because, you know, like, oh, I don't know so much about it. This would be great. And they feel that example. They feel that connection. Um, and but also they see that we're not just lying through our teeth, but we're really trying to do what we're trying to do. So yeah. um, we felt like living by example is a very good point. So Right. And that only I mean, that came through or I guess from us creating that environment first, right, within our couple and within our families. Uh, without us doing that, I feel like we wouldn't be able to live by example or like be able to try our best to really show what um, the blessing is so the environment is always important um yes and then so the third thing or hack number three mr hack mr. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so what we decided to do specifically physically and actually in person was this uh, just having a dinner with everybody um that's the environment we created that is the um just kind of like the moment that we felt like everybody would ha be having a good time um it's like food you know food is love you just gotta you know and create that like environment that way so mm -hmm. we felt like we can be able to host people in our house uh, we got a really nice long uh, dinner table for this occasion and uh we always buy food and um try to buy some decorations for the monthly theme um and so that's like kind of like what we're trying to do every time so mm -hmm. when fall came we created a fall themed kind of uh <laughs> decorations as well so um and really feel like you know for us this is not just you know what we have felt like as a family at home but mm -hmm. for the people that uh, might have been a little bit disconnected uh they needed to feel family within um within the movement and within your parents so mm -hmm. um that that was what we felt like this will create this kind of family this is what we'll do to create that family that we had at home and with god with the uh, the people that are like i mean with people that are obviously connected and with people that are disconnected and mm -hmm. being able to mend that as one family instead of separate right. people so yeah and um one other thing, I mean, obviously you can see in the picture, I mean, some of them are now disconnected, but we really wanted to um, try to 
connect those two worlds together because when people see that example um of you know like I don't know when they're able to talk with each other you know those, those who haven't connected and disconnected then you have different topics that you can you know you can talk about um and there are other people that have <laughs> been distant and we do have pictures but we really want to respect their privacy um and so we just added those that we knew that wouldn't feel you know wouldn't mind to show their pictures um in this so uh but overall we could the connecting and serving we really feel that first of all we didn't have any agenda honestly uh we don't even when we do our 101 like lunch time with our friends when we go out with them we don't have any kind of like agenda like oh where we have to talk to them about the principle it's funny that they always like they would reach back to us and say oh can we like have like <laughs> can we have like lunch again um or you know something like that and it's just without even us trying to like witness to them right so that's like it goes back to, i guess to the second like um second hack of like um creating that space where we're living by example and showing like as a couple as you always know like we're always laughing we're always trying to like be joyful uh despite despite the circumstances so it's really something that I guess a tip that you can take, you know, when you're inviting those who have been distant to really not have an agenda, to not have something that's like, oh, I want them to come back to the movement, but really being able to create that space for them first. Um, and that's what we've been able to realize, you know, that's, uh, I think a, a few days ago, we had like two people uh, that reached out to us and one of them wanted to go to the blessing and the other one, she, uh, anyways, it's a long story, but um, she really just felt like calling and asking us like, oh, I don't know if I should um, do this or do that. Anyways, it was just a place where I personally, um, or I guess as a couple, we felt they like- came to you for help. Right. They came for help. And that's only because we created um, a space for them to come to us and feel connected to us. Um, and so- this is truly we the, in the beginning we said this is our life's purpose because we feel like that's main, mainly the reason why also God brought us together so what that we will be able to, we're able to connect to our brothers and sisters and really create um, an environment for them that's safe and so these are just again I guess the tips that you can use um, in your own ways of like in enriching to even your own children honestly. Mm -hmm. uh even you know i've been witnessing to my cousins to my sisters and i mean not that they're out of the church but you know it's still like <laughs> my sister is still um like message us and you know come to us to ask us certain things and i just feel like this is a way to um yeah to connect to mm -hmm. to a lot of our brothers and sisters so these are just tips that you can take and i mean it's been successful so far because a lot of people want to get blessed and they're reaching out to us so uh, please really create that environment for them to feel safe and want to close it up. Uh, I mean, I have nothing to <laughs> say, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank for you. Wow. 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 Thank you, Diane and Ilya, for your hacks on, on InReach. Uh, thank you so much. I think that's beautiful. I think. What you're creating is is a space and another avenue for someone to get reconnected to God. And that 
that's amazing and it's about creating the environment for that to take place and then you're serving them and and you're giving them the opportunity to not be judged but to find god through you and reconnect in that way it's a beautiful thing thank you so much and i hope that we can all inherit from those different pieces so with that let's jump into our reflections and our insights our takeaways and we'll be right back thank you
Wow, welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you had a good chance to share. Uh, due to time, we'll just have one person share. If I can invite up uh, Mrs. A Ms. Ava Clark, if you could unmute and take it away. Good morning, everybody. Uh, yeah, we had a nice breakout. Uh, how could it not be nice with such beautiful people? Um, yeah, I was really moved by uh, Dr. Young's, uh, what he was sharing about how much God really wanted to love Lucifer and was planning to give Lucifer so much love and appreciation uh, after he helped uh, with, with Adam and Eve's growth and completing their responsibility. You know, it, it just really moves me because um, lack of love was not, uh, I mean, first of all, ideally he wouldn't have felt that way, but also it wasn't permanent. It was, you know, it just wasn't the right time, but he would have gotten all the love that, and recognition and praise that he ever could have longed for. And I just really moved that uh, your father shares about God's heart because God's heart is so pure and so yeah, you know, I, I'm really moved by, by God. Of course, I'm moved by true parents because true parents are also the ultimate in being God's belonging. Because even, you know, I was saying, I'm as I turned over the 12 hour and started reading again, I read the quotes and true father said, I never announced anything I didn't have permission for. And when, when I was speaking, I, I, I was in resonance with the spirit world. So it's not even like it, he feels like it's his words. So True parents are like the ultimate in God's belonging. And of course, that's what, you know, <laughs> is a daily journey of trying to expand that, that space in myself. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Aunt Ava. Thank you, thank you for your sharing. Beautiful. And uh, also, thank you again to Diane and Elia. Gosh, you guys are awesome. Just, just so you know. Thank you so much. Okay, with that, we're going to go and have, oh, right, we have our, our, usual, our usual reminders. Invite somebody, don't come alone. Also, you have this incredible resource from Dr. Kylie at edu.familyfed.org. Type it in in the URL, take a look. And also, you can donate in so many different ways, right, Tal? You can offer a prayer, you can offer a musical offering. And you could even offer a donation, uh, which goes a long way to support this ministry. So thank you so much to all those who have been offering from your heart. Now for our musical offering this morning, I'd like to invite up, invite up uh, Reverend Sarah Devati. You could unmute. Do you hear me now? Yes. Oh, hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Young, brothers and sisters. The scripture tells us to pray for all people because God wants to be in relationship with all of his children. I'd like to offer a song called Freedom in Christ, and I want to dedicate this song for the victory of Women Life Freedom Movement, headed by schoolgirls and women in front line of a revolution taking place right now in Iran, demanding freedom from Islamic fascist militant regime, which has adopted an oppressive false ideology, a misogynistic ideology of hate towards the West and towards women. Mothers, daughters, grandmothers, sisters are the target of violence, torture, and sexual assault by the Islamic fascist militia that makes Korean comfort woman of Korean history pale in comparison. A Christian pastor rounded up branded as enemy of Allah 
sent to Evan prison house of torture and execution. And the cry of their innocent blood has reached the throne, of, throne room of God's heart. And why yet the free world is silent? Why Christian pastors in the free world are silent? Isn't that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere? However, I believe in faith that innocent blood of pure young and virgin schoolgirls and schoolboys shed for the past 43 years will be a sacrificial offering that gives birth to salvation of a people that Iran become a Christian nation. Zan Zendegi Azadi. Here you go. The sun set free, oh, is free I'm a child of God, yes, I am free at last. He has ransomed you, his grace runs deep, his grace 